It's, it's a great joy to be back at St. Stephen's. The last time I was here, well, apart from Vacation Bible School, of course, the last time I was here was 29 days ago, and I was getting married. So tomorrow is my one month anniversary. <laughs> and my husband made it. <laughs> it's always a joy to be here. The Gospel of Matthew this morning. And once again, Jesus does what Jesus does best. Tell a story and let us... And Tell us some, this time, this is what it means. But do you really understand what it means? I love when Jesus, all, like, they will ask him a question and he'll answer, well, let me tell you this. It reminds me of my uncle that was a Latin and Greek professor. And the reason I never did well in Latin is because when I asked one question, I had an hour and a half answer with research. That's why I gave up. So this morning, Jesus is being kind to us because when the disciples ask, please explain what it is, he tells them something. But for me, it's as confusing as the other times when he doesn't say anything at all. Last week, we were also dealing with feels. So this week, he says, this is what it means. The one who sows is the son of man. The weeds are the children. The field is the world. The good seeds are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one. And the enemy who sows is the devil. The harvest is the end of age and the reapers are the angels. I love when the parables have characters. Then my favorite question is, who are you? Who are you in this story? The story tells us that we, you know, the children of the kingdom, right? Isn't that what it says? I'm reading. Thank you. The good seeds are the children of the kingdom. So we, right, are the children of the kingdom, right? Right. Okay. So if we are the children of the kingdom, so we are good and we grow and we bear fruit, who's left? Who's left? The seniors looking at me like, what? <laughs> who's left? The, the children, but which children? The one of the kingdom? Which one? Deb, listen to this, Deb. The evil ones, right? So we are not the evil ones, right? Right. Listen to you guys. <laughs> and since the world is good field and good soil, once again, we are... Which one are you? Soil, a good, uh, good field, or the children of the kingdom? Okay, see, make up your mind. Field or children of the kingdom? Okay. Now, you know that's the setup, right? 
The harvest is the end of age, and the reapers are, the, are angels. How many end of age has we have so far this year? How many? Every time some a, a, a national or international catastrophe happens, guess what? It's the end of age. I remember in 2010 when we had the earthquake in Haiti, a few um, well-known TV evangelists went on the air and said, the reason there was an earthquake in Haiti is because Haiti is bad and evil and Haiti has voodoo and all these stuff, right? So my question the other day is when we had the snowstorm, what, what was the reason for that? <laughs> we love saying them. We love positioning ourselves in the good field. The, the good people. You know, we do a lot in the world. We, we're good to our neighbors. Right? Okay, amen? amen? Thank you. But is it the, is it what it, is that our reality? Are we really good to the point as positioning ourselves as children of God that when the angels come, they will come for us? Or better yet, if we die before that, we will be the angels coming back. Right? Right. Why? What, what? I didn't hear it. Hope so. Hope so. <laughs> Pray for it. Work for it. But if we only position ourselves, not that we are, but we position ourselves in one category in this group of, of description, are we missing the rest? If you think that you're good, guess what? You will never admit that you're doing something bad. If you think that you're intelligent and smart, you decide that you don't, want to, you don't need to learn anymore. And in doing that, we're missing the fullness of our Christian life. We're missing the opportunities to grow into that good person. So we could become that angel that comes back and reaps. We're missing it. I am not a gardener. If it has anything to do with outsides and pets and plants, that is not me. So if you're a gardener, please help me. But the way I understand it, it doesn't matter how much of... Um, um, good soil you have, if you don't work it, if you don't turn it, if you don't pay attention to it, it's useless, right? Okay. So, if we are the good soil, I'm, I'm letting us be the good soil this morning, because we are the world. And if we, the good soil, don't work at it, we're going to become what? The bad soil. And no matter how good of a seed you are, if you're a bad soil, what's going to happen? Absolutely nothing. nothing. 
So where if you, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm being very generous, we're putting ourselves as good and righteous, but if we only stayed at that level, nothing will become of it. And if we only stay at that level, the evil one doesn't even have to sow. <laughs> You're going to churn up your own stuff. Because the devil has a really, he takes the blame for a lot of it. The devil made me do it. I really wanted to do something good, but the evil one, the devil made me do it. If you have kids, when the kids blame something else, the dog ate my homework, my sister didn't let me finish, we're not happy. And sometimes we punish our kids for that. I know I got punished for it. But we do the same thing. We do the same childlike act in our life. As mature Christians, we are new creation. New creation means that we are always churning and working our soil so we could have wheat. The weeds will grow. Actually, if the weeds don't grow, you don't have a garden, right? If the weeds don't grow, you don't have a garden. If the weeds don't grow, your, your harvest doesn't get stronger and stronger with every generation. Gardeners, please help me. Okay? If it's not true, say, Reverend Judith, it's not true. I'll be okay. But you, brothers and sisters who decided this morning that you are the righteous ones. You are the good ones. You are the children of the kingdom. You have to work at it. Work with the soil. Don't worry about the weeds. Because the good ones look exactly like the seed. The good weeds look exactly like the plant or very close to it. So sometimes you're identifying something as a good seed and it's a weed. And sometimes you identify stuff as a weed and it's a good seed. So don't worry about it like the gospel said. Don't be afraid like the First Testament said. Because if you are strong and you make an effort to keep that strong connection with God and your community, after a while, you'll see less and less seeds because the good seeds will choke them. I did not know that a landscaper told me the best way to have a weed-free um, 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 grass lawn is to overseed it. I didn't know that. It's to overseed it with good seeds that, so it chokes the weeds. So our job is to overseed. Overseed your life with good things. Don't worry about the bad things. It will happen anyway. When you worry about them, you invite them. The devil doesn't go anywhere where he's not invited. 
Because if, it's, if you ignore him or her or it, <laughs> if you ignore that being that we call the devil, the devil is a very proud entity. It, he, she doesn't go where it's not invited. So when, if you feel that you're being oppressed by the devil, because you invited that thing in. Because the moment you said, hey, excuse me, it goes away. There's an adage that says, keep your friends close and your enemy even closer. Actually, it's one of the seven principles of leadership of Nelson Mandela. And I hate it. Because if I'm keeping my enemies close, what happens to my friends? They're not there to protect me because they're behind enemy lines. <laughs> Same thing. If you keep all your weeds close because you want to make sure that you know they are there, you want to make sure that you, you're fighting against them, you forget all the good seeds, all your good friends, God that's there for you. You make that choice. Don't worry about the end of the age. You have no idea when and where and how. There's two important days in your life. The day that you are born and the day you, you have control over them. Okay, so then, okay, that's out. Out of the equation. So then you have the middle. Do you know how long the middle is? No. So guess what? Still no control. Brothers and sisters, as Christian of God, as children of God, as followers of Christ, as Christian, we have the wonderful opportunity to live in the fullness of God, in the fullness of our gifts, in the fullness of the Spirit. Don't waste it. Because before you know it, it's gone. Before you know it, it's oops. The person is gone. Funerals are always wonderful affairs, but they're funerals. After a week, after uh, uh, the four-hour funeral, a great repast, only just a few people will remember you. And it's not that because they don't love you. It's because that's the way life is. So don't work on that part. Work on living right now in the fullness of God's presence. Be the world, the good soil, because you don't know if you're seed or weed. Because one person's seed is another person. So again, no control. So the only control you have, and it's not control, the only effort you could make and you're called to make is to live with all your hearts, your might, in community, in God's presence. Amen. Amen.